Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Quesco, a series of conversations with members of our Quesco team. We'll hear their stories and celebrate their successes as we share a little about what makes them and our Quesco organization so special. I'm Jason Randall, Quesco's CEO, and I'm happy to be joined today by Client Success Manager, Lori Prince. Lori, welcome to the conversation. Hi. Well, I'm so glad you could join today. And first, let's just start with the definition of your role. Client Success Manager sounds important, and it, it absolutely is important. So talk to us about what that means. Well, it's kind of a little of everything. So we do a little bit of payroll um, guidance and best practices. We do a little bit of HR guidance and best practices. We do a lot of uh, technology training and making sure clients know how to use things. But we're kind of like a project manager to just keep things for the client running smoothly. I would also say it's you are the one of the primary, uh, really, uh, promise keepers at Questco, right? Whether it's in the sales process or the accumulated client expectations, they really uh, want certain things to certain outcomes, certain practices, certain behaviors to be a part of their their Questco relationship. And whether it's something not working right or the the opposite, where something is working well, but we want to make sure it's working according to plan, it really falls on your shoulders to ha- to have those conversations and to get things working as a well-oiled machine. Yes. One of the first things we have to do with our clients is really get to know what, what it is that's going to make their jobs easier. And then how do we make that work with our programs and our software and systems? And so how does that come across in the day-to-day? I'm interested in, you know, how your days, are they varied? Are they, is, are they routine? Um, what should we know about how you work and what that feels like? Every day is different. So you can go in with the best laid plans and I'm going to do A, B, and C today. And then you get that one email or phone call from a client that blows everything out of the water. And so how do you deal with that, right? How, basically, that your day can change uh, on a dime. So um, how, what are some important characteristics you have to do to, to excel inside of that? You really have to know um, what and who you can reach out to for help. For instance, um, I'm, I've only been here for just shy of three months, and I've had happened now three times a client call me or get a message from payroll saying, did you know this client was sold? <laughs> it's a common thing in our world now. Uh, M&A activity is big. And then boom, <laughs> there's suddenly new ownership and a new sensibility. Yes. And they don't give us any advance notice quite often. So we're scrambling to, to make sure that nothing gets dropped. Sure. So, um, Building the internal relationships is just as important as building the relationship with the client so that you can just keep things running smoothly. I think that's a critical insight and also something that's probably more challenging to do when you're a newcomer to an organization and your background, um, you, you deep experience, both in terms of your educational experience, as well as your industry experience. And you've worked for uh, PEOs, both large and, and smaller 
But how do you join a new organization? You mentioned you've been here at the time of this recording about three months. Um, what are some important things to keep in mind when you're joining a new organization? And part of your role is to figure out all these linkages, but they're new to you too. How do you how do you deal with that? Well, payroll is payroll is payroll, but how we handle it internally is totally different than how my last company handled it. So it's really um, the first week I did a lot of renewal courses and asked a lot of questions. My team is awe-inspiring because they are so helpful. I can reach out to any one of my teammates at any time with a question and get an answer within moments of how does this work in our system or who do I reach out to for this benefit question because they just, they know those people and then I can reach out and get the answer for my client or put the pieces together for how does our system process um, a garnishment? Not just who does it go to, but who enters it? And then how does that hit our payroll and how does it impact the payroll processing? Yeah, I think it's a, a real savvy approach, right? That you're you're relying on the shared strength of the team. And by the way, I, I have no doubt that you're also providing guidance and insight to others as well, you know, depending on the context here, you know, internally. But you're not spending a lot of time spinning your wheels, figuring out how to do something. You're, you're reaching out when you need to, providing help when you can, and really devoting the, the time saved and the efficiency there toward being more client facing and helping clients through their issues. I love working with our clients. They're so diverse and they all have different needs and different ways to approach things. And they're all funny. They all have very interesting stories and backgrounds to share. Well, that sounds like something we need to dive into a little bit. What are some interesting stories? Obviously, don't don't divulge the names or clients, but what are some interesting stories that you've come across during your Questco tenure? Um, one of my first phone calls, because I was calling all of my clients to introduce myself and see how things were going with them. And so I called this client, introduced myself, explained to him what my role was, because he had never spoken with anyone here before since onboarding. And the first thing out of his mouth was, can you get my baby mama under control? <laughs> Uh, that you'd like to say yes, but I don't know what the answer to that is, right? <laughs> I kind of just sat with my mouth agape for a moment and said, um, that's not something that I would normally deal with, but did you have a particular question? Is there something going on that we might be able to help with? And it had to do with child support, of course. So once he that came up, I was able to kind of divert him off of the angry baby mama question to this is how you handle child support issues. Yes, yes. The vocabulary <laughs> matters a ton here, right? So it's like, yeah, the, you moved it from a place of negativity to a place of helpfulness. And that's pretty cool. So it, it's it's interesting, but um, they've all been very, very nice, very well. Everyone is so welcoming. Well, certainly we try, right? I, I th- you know, we, we we emphasize in a lot of our internal conversations that if we want to be that to the, you know the, our, our community of clients and their people that we serve, we have to be that to each other, or it just doesn't work. It's it's inauthentic at that point. So that's why you know we we, we to add value in the communities we serve, we have to add value internally. And it's to be honest, quite a difference from previous employers. 
where it's not always been welcoming or they're, they haven't always provided the training that you need. They just kind of say, here you go, jump in. And that's not how it's worked here. And it's been wonderful. Well, of course, good to hear. And you've been such a, a great asset to us so quickly uh, in the organization. Uh, first, I want to talk about your geography because you're in, uh, I believe, Vail, Arizona, correct? I am. I am one of the very few fully remote employees. So obviously, there, there are logical questions um, around the nature of remote work, given the, the job that you do, which requires such a uh, heavy interaction with clients on a daily basis. To what extent is that? Is it challenging to be remote versus helpful? And how does that how is that stacked up in your experience? Um, there are some minor challenges, but there, I mean, Teams is a wonderful tool to use to stay connected with my team and my resources. So if I ever have a question, I can be on the phone with the client and messaging to to get an answer that I may not know. Um, I'm also fortunate that I live somewhat close to the Gilbert office. So if need be, I could run up there and uh, use office space or get assistance or assist them in some way if that was ever necessary. Um, sure, sure. You're, you're, you're reasonably close to one of our service centers. That's what you're referring to yeah. in, in Gilbert, Arizona. And I'm just curious from the client perspective, uh, given the sensibilities that are sort of it, during pandemic and now, you know, hopefully largely post pandemic, um, are, are you finding that clients are receptive to you being remote in the way that you service the account? Um, it's provided a lot of flexibility for them because I'm able to adjust my work hours to best meet them. Most of my clients are in the Houston area. So, um, I was actually speaking with Esther today about work hours. And she's like, well, if you could work between these hours, that would be awesome. No earlier than, no later than. And the hours that I'm working now, I work um, 6.30 to 3.30 Arizona time, which is now 8.30 to 5.30 Houston. And so I guess that, that differs among the uh, based on wh whether it's daily savings or not, right? In terms of the time right. difference, Arizona to uh, to the central time zone. Arizona doesn't change, so I'm either an hour or two hours behind. Mm -hmm. um, it makes conversations with people in the, the Denver office really easy. Because half the year I'm on Denver time, and half the year I'm on Pacific time, so. Sure, sure. And it sounds like that schedule is working out for you. It's working really, really well. Um, I actually had a client when I called to introduce myself and said I was located in the Tucson area. He said, I used to live in Vail. Do you know where that is? And you had an idea. And I said, yeah, I kind of do. Well, I, I think a really important part of your story as well, Laurie, is that you've been really diligent at not only staying current in the industry in a generic sense, but really in a, in a specific sense in terms of acquiring a lot of certifications. And I was hoping you could sort of speak to that as well as the value that that brings to our company and its clients. Well, I've always felt education is very, very important. So um, I originally got my first SHRM certification. I was a PHR when I used to work at a hospital in New York. And then I went and finished my bachelor's degree after that. And while I was debating whether to go back to school, um, I got my SPHR. 
and went to work for my first PEO company. And while I was there, I got my MBA and then decided I was going to go more into onto the payroll side before I moved to my next PEO. And I got my FPC certification and then found out as I was working there that I really needed some more. So I went back and got my CPP. And then while I was there, I actually wrote certification questions for SHRM. And then I started teaching um, certification classes with the local chapter of the APA in Denver so that other people could become certified. So that's a lot of letters, right? Um, I have a long alphabet after my name, but it has proved to be very useful, especially when you're talking to clients and they want to know, the tax impact of a particular pay code and how does that affect the employee's W-2? And it makes it easier to explain because you have all of that background knowledge. I think it's easy to overlook that the certifications aren't an end to themselves, but it's, it's indicative of a much deeper and broader body of knowledge that you possess that then is just deployed to the benefit of our clients. And uh, relative to those that don't have th- these kind of resources on staff, we're able to really add some value because a lot of the issues we face are really quite complex. And to have an expert like you uh, available to them is just such a, a booster to that business. And it gives you um, an additional layer of support also because then you can go back to, you know, peers that you have uh, become certified or gone through the certification process with or, you know, that are certified that may have different experiences than you do. So you can rely on their knowledge as well and trust that it's correct. So going back to your, your own, uh, sort of what drives Lori, right? You've, you've had a lot of experiences within large companies, within small companies, and then finally in the multi-employer environment. Mm-hmm. And what is it that you enjoy about the multi-employer invo- environment relative to these other sort of situations that you found yourself in professionally? I like the variety of uh, clients that we work with. You know, every day is different. They all have different wants and needs, and you learn so much about different industries. And I really, really enjoy that. I love helping people problem solve. And some of them are really interesting problems. Yeah. Uh, how often do you run across a, an issue that just, well, that, that's a, I'm really glad I studied this because um, this is a really complicated one. Uh, W2 corrections. That, that, that was, I was really glad I had that background of what gets reported, what doesn't get reported and how does it hit the W2? Because most people don't understand that. Yeah, people just take a lot of the, these things for granted, right? That software might do it or, uh, you know, it's just it just in a system as opposed to taking a specific body of knowledge and a, and a really deep expertise to make happen. I mean, the clients are trusting us to be correct when we're processing the items for their employees. But we have to also remember we need to double check our systems internally to make sure that they're working properly and doing the correct calculations. So it's just as important if we're on an internal team as it is if we're just working with the clients. Sure, sure. So it's, it's almost like there's the, the different facets to your role, which is a, a multifaceted role by definition. But even beyond that, you just have this ability 
not only solve the technical matters, but also help them realize the larger strategic value of this relationship, right? Because they, they're, of course, relying on us as clients, uh, as a provider to the client to get these, these things right. And then they're also looking to us to provide uh, really current HR advice, compliant advice, wise advice, and so on. Um, how much of your day is spent in, in consultation with our clients? Every phone call is a consultation. I mean, you they can come and have, you know, if what they think is a very simple question and it ends up being, you know, a 15-minute educational session on why is this a pre-tax versus a post-tax deduction? So they're they're looking to us for, you know, knowledge of the tax law and what, not just the, this is how it works, but the, why does it work that way? Sure. Well, you've in a short time had a, had a major impact to our organization. And I'm, I'm curious, Lori, obviously you had a lot of opportunities. What mm-hmm. motivated you to join our company? As you said, I've worked in a small PEO and I've worked in a big, huge PEO and I like the, the way Quesco approaches clients and the personal approach. Um, I don't like it when people get caught up as and thought of as a number or a profit center. I like getting to spend the time to actually know who we're servicing so that we know the best ways to assist them and how to help them to be successful. It's a little bit more in-depth and a little bit more personal and it's a lot more comfortable. Sure, sure. Well, we're, we're glad we could accommodate you because we're really glad that you can be there as a resource to our clients. You've made a huge difference in a short amount of time. Uh, curious as we wrap up today, you know, mm-hmm. outside of work, you, you have a as rich a life as inside of work. So um, when we're talking about the rest of Lori's life, what are you proud of and what, what energizes you? Um, I am really thrilled to be able to enjoy a lot of outdoor sports and exercises. Um, I am a past president of a running club. I am or have, I was working on my black belt in Taekwondo, but had to stop that for medical reasons. Um, hiking, biking. I have a, a little puppy. He's not little anymore. He's 85 pounds that we adopted at the beginning of the pandemic. And I'm a new grandma. Well, congratulations on that. Uh, the, 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 the grandchild as well as the uh, significant weight gain of your puppy over, <laughs> over the pandemic. Yeah. Uh, that, that's so exciting. So I just I love, love to be active, love to be outdoors, um, move back to Tucson. I now have my garden in place in my backyard. So life is good. Life is good, Lori. And you're good. I, I'm Again, thank you so much for taking part, sharing of yourself. And uh, just so proud to have you as a teammate. In the, and thanks again for the wonderful, wonderful work you do for clients. And thanks for sharing your story with us today. Of course. I'm happy to share. 